Thuya is just one of those herbs that just just works. It's just a wicked little herb for its few things that it does. I mean, it's amazing. I put it in very low dose and I get incredible results. And it's all that antiviral activity, tonsillitis. That's another one. So all of these upper respiratory, bronchitis, tonsillitis, and it's just going to help get rid of, reduce that viral load and help sort out that viral load in our client. So it's well worth using. Hello and welcome. Mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists and practitioners. This podcast responds directly to your needs, the needs of the practicing natural therapist. With interviews, herbal discussions, something business and something clinical each week, you'll get the variety you need and enjoy to stay motivated in practice. Hello and welcome again to Mentoring with Geraldine and I'm Geraldine and I've got again the researcher from the Herbal Extract Company of Australia, Christine Thomas with us. They're based in Sydney and they make the most beautiful extracts. The majority are one-in-ones, which to herbalists really means something. Today we're going to be talking about Thuya Occidentalis. And the thing with Thuya that I really want to point out is that um, there are contraindications and please don't take this herb um, except under the supervision of a herbalist, okay? So it is um, a powerful herb. It's an amazing herb. It's been around a long time because it's a pine, and um, but there are definitely com- Um, contraindications. So if you're a member of the public listening, please make sure that you make an appointment with your naturopath or herbalist before you take Thuya internally. You'll see it on the shelves and um, as creams and ointments, and we're going to talk about that. But um, please make sure that you are under the care of a naturopath or herbalist before you take Thuya internally. So hey, Christine, thank you for joining us today. It's brilliant to have you back. So Tell us a bit about this Thuya, this amazing, because I think you've got some open there in front of you. Yes, I do. So, yes, as you said, I'm a researcher, so I have to add the caveat that I'm not a practising naturopath. I have practised, but um, I I do the research, so I spend my life Mm -hmm. doing a lot of reading and interpreting of studies and looking into the traditional use. Um, So it's not a herb I've had a lot of personal use. I'm not that familiar with, but I have done a bit of research into it. But I'll show you. So this is our um, raw material here. So it's it's, um, common name is arborvitae or tree of life. Right. And it's a popular landscaping tree. So you probably see it around just on your walks and things like that if you're allowed to walk around. (laughs) Um, and you can see it's um, it's sort of like a cedar. The, another name for it is white cedar. So it has those the sort of cedar uh, leaves. Spiny leaves, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you yeah. can see that in the picture. Yeah. But um, I wish you could smell what I could smell because it has this beautiful <laughs> piney scent to it, really clean. Because mm. we use the leaves, obviously, as you've just seen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to just pour some into this beaker so you can see. It's got to try yep. and get that right. Oh, wow. So it completely changes from the brown of the tincture to it's... Um, it's a slight green tinge there. 
slight green tinge. It's got that very brown. You can see it on the walls of the glass when you're swirling. And, the, um, and that's quite dark, isn't it? And it did go through a very cloudy change yeah. when it mixed in with the water. So it's a very strong, it's, I call it a strong herb and that we only need very low doses to achieve what we want to achieve with the, uh, so, um, and you can tell that resiny, piney smell that you're getting that we're imagining um, is what's really, all that aroma is really supporting yes. how that herb Beautiful works. volatile oils. Oh, those volatile oils. And I wish I could smell it right now. Yeah, it's very uplifting and it's yeah. immunomodulating. I think that's it's most one of it. Well, immunomodulating and antiviral, I guess, are it's probably yep. two main well-known actions. Yep. And when I was researching it, um, the study, it's, it's not really that recent. There's not a lot of research has been done on Thuya. But um, there was a review done on its chemical, pro clinical properties and pharmacological properties in 2005, right. so a while ago. But um, they were saying that it combines well with echinacea and wild indigo or baptisia yep. um, in acute and chronic infections. Right. So especially if the upper respiratory tract, so again, a useful one in the sea like the for sinusitis and hay fever changing of the seasons and um, also during the cold and flu season yeah um and also the, they actually said it can be used as an adjuvant with antibiotics wow um so that was good to know and in severe bacterial infections and they listed bronchitis um they called it angina but which is actually a type of tonsillitis oh um, laryngitis, otitis media, and sinusitis. Like um, yeah, so that was that. But with the antiviral action, um, I think that's where a lot of naturopaths and herbalists know it for its use with warts. Yep. That famous one for kids with warts. You yep. put it on yep. warts. Um, and also molluscum contagious, uh, contagiosum. Contagiosum. I've never heard of until I had children. Yeah, <laughs> it goes around all the daycares and they get those hard little white yeah. lumps that last forever. So it's useful on those too. Yeah, with the, with the molluscum. So molluscum has, um, so it's a wart virus and the majority of us have come across it in childhood. So in the childcare centres, of course, there's a moist atmosphere and the kids are all touching each other. They're all up close. And, um, and so you, so with the, um, through your cream that you can buy or as herbalists we all make for our clients um, it actually stops it replicating so this virus the molluscum can last for around um, 18 months to over two years three years is about approximately you know because everybody's different the life cycle of molluscum but when you use the thuya it speeds up that replication and it's and it reduces the redness it stops them bursting open the child becomes less infectious and so what i've always found when i've prescribed it or i've suggested to people they have it is that the child will go through a pot and a half 
on the molluscum. It's only ever a pot and a half. You'd never do two rounded pots or one rounded pot. It's always a pot and a half and you're always left over with half a pot. But it reduces all that redness. And so that makes it less obvious, less worrying, but it means they don't burst open and so they're not infectious. So it's absolutely brilliant for the molluscum and for placing on directly on the warts. So, um, and for planter warts as well. So don't forget, you know, an older child who's at swimming pool, they're going to be getting those um, on the base of the feet from the swimming. And they can be in charge of their own cream, putting it on, and that wart, that planter wart will go away. It's absolutely brilliant stuff. But there are contraindications with it for taking it internally. And we have to be very aware of that um, so that it's not given to anyone who is um, pregnant or breastfeeding. So molluscum, oh, sorry, molluscum, thuya, let's get back to the, to the herb, thuya is... Uh, I mean, it's amazing. I put it in very low dose and I get incredible results internally. I don't use it that much because it's not that brilliant tasting. Um, but hopefully the smell would compensate <laughs> some of the taste perhaps. So it's in, um, we do use it for um, female reproductive as well, which is why it can't be used in um, pregnancy and lactation. So one, um, but it's, it's really good for the throat and we could do it as a spray. The other thing with Thuya, um, you can pop them on um, ulcers and warts in the, inside the mouth. Thuya will help just dry that up and make and it go away. And cold sores, yeah. So you can really just, all those surface things that, that viral, that antiviral activity is just amazing, but it is very low dose. And um, it, and it's an immune stimulant. I didn't realise it, actually it was immune stimulating. Oh, well, yeah, um, I'd say probably more modulating in the yeah. sense of balancing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say, um, yeah, not, not because sometimes stimulating it can stimulate too much, but it, it just has that more balancing effect. And that's why it goes well with echinacea. Yes. And baptisia. Yeah. yeah. Um, but with the women, um, the polycyst—it seems to have this cyst-reducing action, right? So in polycystic ovarian syndrome, right. and fibroids, yeah, seems to help shrink. But as you said, uh, contraindicated in um, pregnancy yep. because it has an amenagogic action. Yep. So in so you can use that action to your benefit by helping bring on late periods if you know the reason why the periods are late. Yeah, yeah, because the last thing we want is to cause any problems um, in the pregnancy. I mean, and with pregnancy, we really avoid taking anything anyway. If your client is pregnant, you're really working in the realm of foods. So we don't really want to be giving them um, any supplements, particularly, unless they really need something, unless it's what's required at that point in the pregnancy. And the herbs generally you know, we might be needing iron herbs, you know, that support their iron absorption. But overall, we're not giving out herbs during pregnancy, um, alcoholic herbs in pregnancy as a, as a big thing. But the, um, but Thuya is just one of those herbs that just, just works. It's just a wicked little herb for its few things that it does. Um, I have it in my dispensary. I've always had it in my dispensary and, um, and I, do use small and low dose. I use it at a very low dose. I wouldn't be putting a large dose of Thuya in anything. Um, if, you know, 
200 mils, I really wouldn't be putting much in that bottle. And we do talk about dosages in the academy. Um, so that will be in uh, case studies, but um, for practitioners. But out for any of the um, general public listening, it's the cream that you're really interested in for those warts, for molluscum. So antiviral and it's antiviral activity. For the practitioner, yeah, we know that. We've been using it like that for a long time. And, um, and we can make it. You know, practitioners, we make creams. We all have um, cream base in our office and we have the tincture there. So um, it's often actually easier if you have got a naturopath so that you can go to your naturopath than it is trying to find a health food shop because they can make it up on the spot for you. And it's just the most beautiful herb. And as you've just said, it's the most beautiful smelling herb as well. And it just works. It's fabulous. So one... And it's all that antiviral activity, tonsillitis, that's another one. So all of these upper respiratory bronchitis, tonsillitis, and it's just going to help get rid of, reduce that viral load and help sort out that viral load in our client. So it's well worth using. So um, have we got anything else that we needed to add to that one? Oh, well, no, that was all I came up with in my yeah. research. Yeah, it's... Um, yeah, just funny knowing that you probably walked past it every day and you walk in someone's garden and you don't even know that yeah. um, that's just their uh, medicine in your backyard. <laughs> it's great when we have ones like that, you know, the white cedar and it, the smell, the pine. I mean, there's lots of different pines doing lots of good things for us. And, you know, lots of them have antioxidants and lots of them are um, anti-aging and they all have these amazing qualities. And one of the major quality is that it's antiviral. So it's very much um, a medicine and a medicine for those viruses on the skin, as well as those upper respiratory and throat um, issues. So um, please, if you remember the public, make sure that you have a practitioner and um, this is general information only. But thank you so much for listening. And Christine, thank you so much for coming on again. It's wonderful to have you here. And every time I speak to you, I learn something new. It's amazing having the researchers out there to support us in practice is absolutely brilliant. And thank you to the Herbal Extract Company of Australia for having us in again. It's been brilliant. Thank you so much. Okay. And I look forward to seeing you. you again soon. Okay, bye. Thanks so much for joining me today. Don't forget to rate review and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes. If you'd like even more support and learning, then the Academy is for you. Here you'll find part two of the herbal discussions, more clinical learning and case studies to support your clients in practice. Bye for now.